0: What's going on, everybody? I'm Enrique Pinheiro, and welcome back to the Hawk Show Talk Show, a Seattle Seahawks podcast. You can find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and also post highlights on TikTok, uh, posts on Instagram, and tweets on Twitter. If you want to fo- What's going on? What's going on, guys? I'm Enrique Pinheiro, and welcome back to the Hawk Show Talk Show, a Seattle CX podcast. You can find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and I also post highlights on TikTok and posts and tweets on Instagram and Twitter. My handle on all these platforms is at Hawk Show Talk Show if you want to follow or keep up. And if you can't find it through that, you can go to my link tree, which is in the description or bio of just about all my platforms, which just gives you uh, hyperlinks to all every platform I'm on. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the Seattle Seahawks trading for Raiders offensive guard, Gabe Jackson, uh, my reaction and my thoughts to it. So yeah, let's get right into it. Let's talk some Hawk. So last week, the Seahawks traded a 2021, this year, fifth round pick for Raiders offensive guard, Gabe Jackson. And and we started off. I'm thrilled. I'm ecstatic about this trade. I'm so happy. First off, going into free agency, one of the biggest needs for the Seahawks was interior offensive linemen. That was that centers and guards. We have a solid right guard in Damian Lewis, but our left guard is Mike Ewoldt, who was not very good. And our center was Ethan Posich, which was not very good either. And I'll get to I'll get to him later. But yeah, we didn't have a good center. We didn't have a good left guard last year. Uh, so that was our probably our biggest number one need in free agency, at least on offense for sure. And what did we do? Day one goes by. Right away, Kevin Zeitler to the Ravens. We were in, we showed some interest in him. Uh, Joe Tooney signs with the Chiefs. Nothing about us having interest in him. Corey Lindsay goes to the Chargers. Nothing about us having interest in him. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any other examples from day one off the top of my head. But just I remember right away, I was really disappointed. I was getting a little upset with pete and john for not making any moves letting all these big guys go i know they're a, a, a lot of money they're really expensive but you know it's time uh russell he he spoke up he complained he was angry and upset that we didn't have a real good offensive line and we just acted like nothing happened and it made me very upset and then day two i believe it was comes along and like 5 p.m or something i get the notification that the Seahawks have traded for an offensive lineman and i was like Oh, who is it? And I remember in my head, I was like, I hope it's Gabe Jackson because I knew that the Raiders' offensive line uh, was just being split up. Rodney Hudson had just oh, that's another example. Rodney Hudson had just gone to the Charger. I mean, to the Cardinals, and I was upset about that because I would have liked Rodney Hudson a lot. And it, you know, I see all these offensive linemen get traded for like low end picks, like Trent Brown to the Pats for a fifth or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I wish the Ducks would do it. So I get the notification that we we've traded for an offensive lineman, and I was like, please be Gabe Jackson and I open up the full Rapaport or Shefty or whoever it was notification, and I see that we traded for Gabe Jackson, and I was so happy. And I'm like, all right, who was it? Like, did we boot Jeron Reed? Was it... I don't know who else, honestly, but did we trade a player? Was it a high pick? And I see a fifth-round pick, and I was so happy. And I know we don't have that many draft picks uh, for this draft, but honestly, I don't care too much. The only... I don't watch too much college football, except uh, I watch the. I'm a Canes fan. I watch the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, I don't watch too much college football, though. I don't keep up with a lot of prospects. So late round picks, uh, I don't really know most of the guys we draft. Honestly, Uh, I knew like DJ Dallas last year, obviously because I've watched him. But late round picks, I don't really know most of the guys. So I don't care too much. There's no one specifically I'd want in the fifth, sixth, or seventh round, or the fourth, honestly. Badly, I do care about first and seconds and thirds, but. For later rounds, I don't know any of those guys, anyways, so it doesn't affect me too much. I hope to get into college football, but just at least this year, I'm I didn't watch too much. Anyways, I was super happy. I know we don't have that many draft picks, but I was okay with it. And yeah, we got Gabe Jackson. Something that's super nice about this is that he has two years left on his contract. Usually, whenever the Seahawks trade for someone or even sign someone, it's a one-year deal, and it's pretty annoying. Like. Uh, Clowney was uh, only in one year left or I guess I don't know Dunlap he had two years left but we cut him and we kind of knew uh, going into that we were going to cut him because no one wants to pay him 14 mil the next year uh, even though I want Dunlap back very badly I'm hope- still hoping for that C- got my fingers crossed on that but I don't know I just feel like a lot of time guys just leave after a season with us like uh, we should another example Sheldon Richardson we traded for Jermaine Curse in like a third or whatever for him and he left right after we're just I don't know. I just, I feel like guys usually leave after one year. So it's really, I was really happy when I saw he still has two years left on his contract. And then also, he's getting paid nine mil. Uh, I believe, I don't, I'm don't i not sure what the cap hit is exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's nine mil a year. Uh, you can search that up if I'm wrong. But that sounds like a lot at first. You know, I was like, oh, nine mil is like pretty expensive. Uh, but honestly, the other guys I wanted Tooney, Lindsley, uh, I'm not sure about Zeitler. I think Zeitler too. I know Tooney and Lindsley made like. A, a, a ransom uh, so they were way more expensive I think Kevin Zeitler was too I'm not sure but uh, even if he if he uh, I don't think he was because I remember there was something that he chose his family uh, over the money which I respect that I don't uh, that's cool but yeah Gabe Jackson nine mil might be a little expensive but for what we're getting it's it's a great deal He didn't give up a single sack all of last season and I'm pretty sure he was like sixth uh, in in the NFL for offensive lineman snaps so that's crazy. A great pass blocker, what we've always wanted. This is huge. Uh, I've heard he's not as good in the run game. Uh, I've watched a couple of, a little bit of film, some highlights. Uh, he's not as good in the run game, but, you know, not like you, Potty, was. Fluger wasn't that even too good in the run game when we had him. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy uh, to get Gabe Jackson. an like, Excellent pass blocker. Uh, could improve it run blocking. But, yeah, he's not too old. 29 sounds. I'm pretty sure he's 29. Uh, it sounds a bit old, but you know, Dwayne Brown's like what? 35, 29. He, 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 has a youthful soul. I'm sure Gabe Jackson does. Uh, he also, he has like negative five receiving yards. I thought that was really funny for maybe some out of position play. If we ever want to do that, some George Fant, uh, plays, but yeah, I'm very happy about this. I'm not sure where exactly on the offensive line he'll fit in because I'm pretty sure he was right guard uh, with the Raiders Uh, And he's had had a great career with the Raiders. I'm not sure if there's any... I know there's no all pros. I don't think he's made any Pro Bowls. But, you know, with offensive linemen, kind of go under the radar. And Pro Bowl's a publicity uh, contest most of the time. So I'm sure the bigger-named guys like Marshall Yonda or even Joe Tooney, for example, were getting Pro Bowl selections over him. So even if he's not Pro Bowl, I'm still happy. We've always had the the bottom-of-the-barrel offensive line, especially interior, so this is huge for us. But for him to fit in... He was right guard with the Raiders uh, in his past, I'm pretty sure, and Richie Incognito was the left guard, at least this past season. And you think, okay, he's a right guard. Well, Damian Lewis is our current right guard, and he had an amazing rookie year, arguably our best offensive lineman, him and Dwayne Brown. And uh, even when he had to move to center, he had very little notice, like a couple hours before the game, I think it was, that we found out that Posich and also Kyle Fuller were going to be out. I don't know if it was Kyle Fuller, if we... I think it was i think it was still kyle fuller uh that was out anyways uh but he he went in there and a couple of snaps weren't too good i think but overall it was a great he had a great game especially for such short notice the main uh kind of bad thing about that game that people complain about was that holding call when he dk burnt uh pat pete on the the right sideline and it was a great play by dk great throw by russell and they called holding and everyone's like oh damien lewis like he's a center and he's holding that was a bad call. That was a bogus call. That was not a hold. I remember that play very well. That was not a hold. That made me very mad, and I felt bad for Damian Lewis because, you know, here's his rep, but it's all, all right because he, uh, he was he went all-rookie. He's a stud, and now with Gabe Jackson, the question is, do we move Gabe Jackson to left guard, or do we keep Gabe Jackson to right guard and move Damian Lewis to left guard, or do we even maybe have uh, Gabe Jackson at right guard, like I just said, and Damian Lewis at center, because maybe if he actually got some actual practice in uh, before the season, he could be a good center. So I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure where Gabe Jackson will fit in, but I know he's a stud and I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't want to make a whole episode on it, so I'll cover the Ethan Posich signing uh, just in a little bit here. We signed him back for a one-year deal I have no idea what the cap it is the cap it could be zero dollars we could be making money from it i would still be unhappy i am very frustrated that we signed ethan posich this is a classic pete carroll john snyder move where we just bring back the same guy who just had a bad year i know he had a better year than he had in his career in seattle but it still wasn't a good year he was decent in pass block and atrocious in run blocking and it's just really annoying because Honestly, even if they're bad from another team, I'd rather sign that bad player and kind of, you know, maybe a change of scenery, try and fix them. But the Seahawks, what we do, like we always do, we just rinse, wash, repeat, bring the same subpar guys back and expect changes, and I don't really expect much. I'm not interested in seeing another year of some postage at center, but it looks it's looking like I'm going to have to, and it's really annoying because David Andrews is still available. He was still a free agent. Now he re-signed with the Patriots, but he was still available, and we went the Ethan Postage route. And you know, maybe we'll draft uh, a center. I've been seeing a lot of prospects. I think Quinn Ramirez, I'm not sure if that's correct, uh, is is one of them that uh, we might be looking at. We had a workout with, and he's a, he's a good center. We could get with our second rounder. But either way, it's just annoying, in my opinion, to see him coming back like this. Especially if he has to start, I'm unhappy with it. Uh, in other news, Jordan Simmons and Cedric he got resigned. So that's and I don't care too much. They they're they're decent for being backups, especially O'Boeyi. He gets a lot of hate, but it wasn't too bad. I mean, he had like a couple bad games, but a couple decent games too. Uh, don't care too much about those, but Postage is the main one that I'm upset with. But all in all, all it's important right now is that we got a good offensive lineman for once during the off season, Gabe Jackson, really excited to see you ball for us. Uh, got high hopes for the season like I do every year. But yeah. Anyways, that's it for today, guys. If you have anything you want me to discuss or answer in a future episode, comment below depending on what platform you're on. Thank you so much for listening or watching. And yeah, have a nice day.